Welcome back to the She's Undone podcast. This is officially episode one. I can't believe we're here. We're doing the thing. And you guys have been so supportive on my Instagram. Like the nicest DMs and comments and shares. I love it and I love you guys. And it happens, it so happens that you guys are also my best friends. So I see you. So thank you. Um, but let's get into it. This is a solo episode this week. I'm currently just sitting in my closet on a pillow and I have my Stanley full of water because I'm sure talking this much, I'm gonna need some water. But as I was setting up in this little closet of mine, Jojo, my husband, came in and gave me a like back pillow he's so supportive he's like here's a blanket here's a back pillow and it's the back pillow I used when I had my breast augmentation so it's like perfectly inclined anyways I'm just super cozy right now in my closet it's a vibe I mean I would rather have a podcast studio but I don't so the closet is working but let's get into this episode like I said it's like a solo one just because I want to chit chat more about like topics I'm interested in and maybe dive deep into my life a little bit so you have more context when you hear this random person speaking on the other side of the podcast so let's get into it so what I've been up to this week oh my gosh I've been watching so much reality tv and specifically housewives i restarted not sorry i didn't restart i i finally started which one potomac so i watched season six and season seven binged them they're both like 20 episodes each loved it i'm currently watching oh no no i've just finished ultimate girls trip which was painful like that was horrible are they usually this bad? Because I, like there was, <laughs> it was a mess. And Leah specifically, I haven't seen Real Housewives of New York, which Leah is on, but it makes me never want to watch that franchise because she was so annoying. I'm like, how do people actually like her? And what's the other one I watched? Oh, Miami. Miami was really good. So I'm all caught up, caught up on those housewives. And just in, like, my reality TV era, I don't know, I don't know, like, I go through phases, but Housewives is usually a constant in Love Island, but since Love Island has been off, I've just, like, gone deep back into Housewives. So, if you are looking for a good Housewives franchise to start with, mm, that's hard. (laughs) I, honestly, Beverly Hills is my favorite, like, even though last season felt so forced because Lisa Rinna was like just trying to cause drama just to like stay relevant um I okay yeah I have to say Beverly Hills or Potomac those are really good I don't like I don't think like I think those are good representations of what Housewives is all about so I say go for it if you haven't yet what else have I been up to this week Oh, I've been going on so many runs and walks, like long walks with my dog or just a podcast in. It's been like the highlight of my day. And because I've been watching so much reality TV and just sitting my ass on the couch all day, 
it's nice to like break it up you know I'm like okay I've been watching too much tv I'm gonna go on a quick walk come back and all of a sudden I feel good about the amount of tv I'm watching it's it's kind of toxic but you know this is like a good balance but with the runs like I am a runner through and through I love 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 long runs and I have like two issues with running right now in the back of my mind so one of them is my dog Bane so I love taking him on my walks and runs but when he comes with me he (laughs) you guys okay let me give you some context he's half lab half rottweiler so he's like a full-on like o-lineman like he's not athletic he he looks like he is he looks gnarly and scary and strong he is really strong but his endurance and speed needs some help so when I'm taking him on these runs he gets to like one and a half miles and is done he will literally sit on the sidewalk and just like just stop and then I have to like drag him home so that's pushing it for him which that's why it's an issue because I want to go on these long runs so what I've been doing is like taking him for like a mile a mile and a half sometimes two miles and then I come home drop him off and then go back out and run but yeah I mean I wish he would be like that dog that could run like seven miles with me that'd be so sick and so cute but he's definitely not and then the other thing is I don't know if anyone else is this way but going on long runs consistently it messes up my hormones so much like I will lose my period so easily even if I'm like eating a ton to compensate for like the calorie burn and I think it's because my heart rate is elevated for so long that it's like too much stress on my body but I don't know like I just do not feel good after a long long run like I I do temporarily like the runner's high I feel like on top of the world but then I feel like my energy is just so low after and I know my body is like Ali stop going on these long runs I think I need to limit it to like three or four miles but yeah it messes up my hormones if anyone else is like that let me know but I after looking into it I think it's because of like the cortisol and just it's really just if I'm doing it consistently like in the spring and summer months so I'm gonna try not to do that this year (laughs) I'm gonna try to just like take it easy and just walk more like I am a walker girl too like I love my walks if you follow me on tiktok I that's like my whole personality is a hot girl summer walk like when that was a thing so yeah maybe I'll just go back to that and that will just like have to suffice but if anyone else like struggles with that let me know because I'm really interested um what else have I been up to this week oh yeah I tried different coffee brands so I tried the Emma Emma Chamberlain coffee I've tried three different blends and the pink bag is probably my favorite it's like a vanilla like vanilla roast I don't even know what you call it but honestly it's not my favorite brand if you want a good one it is alfred from i think there's like alfreds in like california but i will just order their espresso roast it has to be the espresso beans i think it's like a tan it's like a tannish bag that is my ultimate favorite like i could have that straight black coffee it's really good 
anyways, that is what my week has looked like, what my life has looked like, a little glimpse into what Allie is spending her time doing. But let's switch gears a little bit. And I want to talk, like get a little deeper and give you some more context on who I am. And I kind of want to show sides that aren't seen on social media, obviously, things that people don't regularly talk about. Um, yeah, because I have a lot to say in that category, unfortunately and fortunately this year. It's been like 2022 was full of so many highs. For instance, I got married, which was so amazing, so fun, and my honeymoon was amazing. We went to Aruba. Like, the last, so like that time of the year was amazing, and, but honestly, like 2022 was a major flop year for me. It was full of like so many emotions, and I've never had, I know people will say like, oh, you have one good year, then, like, the next year is going to be bad, and then the next year is going to be good, like, there's a cycle, but for me, my years have always just been, like, like, steady and consistent, usually good, like, I've never looked back at a year, well, okay, that's not true, most years of my life, I've, haven't, like, done, like, a look back and been, like, oh, that was shit, or, like, in the middle of it, been, like, this is the worst year of my life, so it's been a long time since I felt that way and 2022 was definitely that way for a few reasons like my brother left on a mission and I switched jobs like there was just so much uncertainty in my life and that kind of created like more depressed and anxious feelings and I'm not someone who struggles with like depression or anxiety um but I just had a lot more of those moments last year so yeah, but also, like I said, there were still, like, a lot of highs, and one of those was I got my boobs done. That is something I've been wanting to do since I was literally 18. Like, I remember saying I wanted my boobs done the summer after I graduated high school, which I'm so glad, so glad I didn't, and if you're listening to this and you are 18 years old, please do not, please do not get your boobs done. Even though, like, I wish I would have done this sooner, I still think straight out of high school is way too young. I'm glad I did them in my early 20s, and it's truly changed my life. I, I can, like, give more details on that in a different episode if you guys are interested, but it, it's like, if there's something that you've been insecure about, I am so, like, 100% all for just ripping off the band-aid and fixing it if you can like if you have the money and the resources do it get your lips done your nose like whatever you want to do as long as it's not like a spur of the moment decision I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of like if you want to do it do it girl like don't let other people's opinions hold you back and I say that hoping that you guys are like smart enough to know like okay if it's gonna break my bank account don't do it. If you're going to do it just for like outward opinions and I don't know, like you need to do it for the right reasons. So I hope I don't have to give any like disclaimers for that statement, but you know what I mean? Like if you can do something to make yourself feel better, do it. If it's like buying a new pair of jeans because you hate how like the new one, 
the ones you have are fitting, go get a new pair of jeans. As simple as that. I, I'm just all for it. Like, it just changes your outlook on life. Like, I feel way more confident when I walk into a room, even though I'm sure other people don't even care. But I just feel like a woman, you know? Because I had baby A's, baby A cups, little A cup angel, and I was always so self-conscious of them. Like, it, it affected what shirts I would wear, how I would hold my shoulders. Like, I would hunch over my shoulders to hide my chest area. And now I'm just, like, shoulders up, standing straight up, walking into rooms, like, just feeling so confident. So, yeah, that was a major highlight. And I'm so, so, so thankful and glad that I did it. And I had my supportive husband taking care of me. It was, like, such a fun adventure to do together. But, yeah, and, like, recovery wasn't too bad. So I can definitely go into more details about that surgery if you guys are, like, curious. So I got those done in October. And so, like, the end of 2022, like, Q4 was a pretty good... Like, things were starting to look up. And, you know, I was starting to feel good starting to feel like myself again after such a crazy like the beginning and middle half of that year and then we get into 2023 which was it's only been a few months we are oh my gosh we are almost to may holy shit anyways let's like start at the beginning so this year i found out that i was pregnant and so many emotions We were not really, like, not really trying, but not not trying, you know, like, in that situation. And unfortunately, the baby didn't make it, so I ended up miscarrying in February. So I was about 10 weeks pregnant and had a miscarriage. And maybe that's another episode I could go into because, holy moly, that rocked my world. Um... Yeah, like, I feel like I could write a whole thesis paper on what that experience was like, but I was actually really surprised at how many other women have gone through it, which did bring me a lot of peace of mind, and honestly, I joined, like, this support group on one of the pregnancy apps, and it was really, really helpful because as I was going through the craziest changes in my body and, like, the craziest emotions and hormones and just all of that like handling all this excitement because we are pregnant I'm starting to make like different life choices like less coffee eating healthier reading pregnancy books thinking about the future and like saving tiktoks that have to do with like what stroller is best and then your world just gets like rocked and all of that is gone So this group that I was a part of was really like so key to me processing my feelings and not feeling as alone because no one in my like immediate family has gone through that and I didn't really have anyone I could talk to that like understood but it was interesting like I I definitely feel like I have a whole new perspective on my body and my goals you know like I just it was such a blessing to have that joy for a few months so yeah it it was a really dark place but now looking back at it like I can still appreciate the good which 
is obviously amazing an amazing perspective to have and like mindset shift because for a minute I did feel myself like going into like this deep hole but maybe it's because of the hormones I don't know but yeah if you want to know more about that I would love to do a podcast episode on that and maybe I could have a guest on that's gone through it too because it would be interesting to hear how my story compares to someone else's because obviously like everyone's experience is so unique but yeah I think that'd be interesting but that was like the start of my year and luckily I'm walking away from that feeling good and I'm kind of like refusing to go back into that funk that I was in in 2022 so fingers crossed everything stays good I stay motivated I stay happy because I do not want to be like I don't want another flop year I am refusing to let this be a flop year also I was just thinking while I was talking about that how like what is different this year and I think I'm spending way less time on TikTok like I was posting on TikTok so frequently like basically every day and like growing on there and I really cared about it and I was a frequent scroller like I would spend my nights scrolling through TikTok and since I got pregnant I didn't because I felt nauseous and then after the miscarriage I still was like off social media because I would spiral when I would see any baby content and it kind of broke that social media habit which is so freeing like I would go a few days without even opening the TikTok app I haven't been on Twitter in like months probably and Instagram like I don't even really scroll Instagram I just look at my favorited accounts which are like uh page six people like basically like news accounts and then a few of my friends and I scroll through stories but like I don't like scroll anymore and I'm loving it it's so nice like I spend most of my free time reading or watching reality tv so maybe you know what maybe reality tv has replaced social media but for some reason it feels better i don't know i i'm loving it but also like i haven't been posting on tiktok regularly and if i do the video does full it it full on flops because i have like no engagement because it's been months so i i think i'm gonna give that up i don't know we'll see i mean i might I might just give it up temporarily, you know, but we'll see. That's the latest on that. But let's like change gears a little bit and talk about favorites. I love listening to podcasts or YouTube videos where people talk about all of their favorite things at the moment. And I broke it up into categories. So I have like skincare favorites, wellness favorites, foods, books, pop culture, and celebrities. So we're gonna start with skincare just because the Sephora sale was just going on and I stocked up so it's like fresh in my mind and you know when you're going to repurchase the product you have to be like do I actually like this shit like is it worth x amount of dollars because my skincare favorites happen to be really expensive and I am obsessed with the marula oil from drunk elephant and their whipped moisturizer it's like the purple one i those have been my holy grails since probably 2018 like those have been my most used skincare products and i just recently started using them again because my skin was so dry this winter and i think it's because i stopped using them so 
I've already like repurchased and gone through them. I love them. Like that marula oil, I put it on after my vitamin C and it just makes my skin, I usually use it at night, not in the morning because it is like oily, but I just feel so, so glossy and dewy and I feel like it's really actually moisturizing my skin. And then on top of that, I put the whipped moisturizer which is all over TikTok now, so I feel like I don't really need to say much because most of you probably have it, but it's like a really thick moisturizer. If you have oily skin, you probably are like, you might want to skip on those two products, but for my dry skin girlies, they will change your skin. Like they make my skin so smooth and like helps with my acne too, because I think if I ever get zits, they're usually from like dry skin Um, But when my skin is like super moisturized, I have like glossy, beautiful skin. Still have pores though, of course, because nothing has ever helped me with my pores. So if you have like any pore recommendations, let me know. Let's see. Oh, I recently switched to the Coco and Eve self-tanner and I'm obsessed. The, I was always, I always used the St. Tropez or the Loving Tan, which are both really great options. But the Cocoa Neve, not only does it like dry down super, like it doesn't leave like a tacky feeling like regular self-tanners do. The smell is good. I feel like it lasts the longest and it's the darkest. I think I just got like the dark. They might have like an ultra dark. I think I just got like the regular dark and it is way darker than the Saint Tropez and Loving Tan. I I love it. It's like the perfect color. It's so good. The smell though, <laughs> at first when I first tried it, okay, Loving Tan and Saint Tropez, they have like coconutty smells, like you're on a beach. So that's what I was used to. And so when I used Cocoa and Eve for the first time, it I think it's like a passion fruity, grapefruity smell. I don't know. It's like a fruity smell though. It literally smelled like cat urine for like 0.5 seconds. I was like what am I putting on my body but it ended like it that smell fades into like a really fruity smell and I like it like I do like the smell just when you first put it on it might throw you off so that's like me warning you if you ever try Coco Neve I think it's good though I think you should try it and get the little brush that they have like a kit and they have like this like buffing brush and that's what I use for my hands and my feet and I'm telling you my hands have never looked so good with the self-tanner like you can you can place it so well but it does take a couple tries to know like how much product to use on your hand so less is more of course I feel like I don't need to tell you that um what other okay wellness I've been in my bubble bath era with my Epsom salt I take a bath like every single day and I just (laughs) I just love it it's so relaxing Sometimes I'll like turn off the lights and have like these little candles that I put by my bath and just make it a vibe. Sometimes play music, a podcast, sometimes nothing, but it's been such a great part of my nighttime routine, which also leads me to a really random favorite, but I finally got a humidifier because like I said, my skin has just been so dry this winter and so is my dog's skin. So honestly, that's what motivated me to spend $130 on a humidifier. But I got the Canopy humidifier. And if you listen to like Skinny Confidential, they had the like the founders of Canopy on. 
and they fully convinced me to never use any other humidifier because they just hold on to so much mold and the filters just get so nasty and they're like hard to wash but the canopy humidifiers you can just like throw in your dishwasher they send you filters like every couple months I think I don't know I haven't got it yet and then they also have these like scents like these essential oils that you can put at the top of the humidifier that like gives out this nice fragrance like it's like really soft it's not overpowering like like a candle or like a wall plug scent thing like it's like this really soft smell it's so nice so that's another part of my nighttime routine I fill it up with with water and then I put it on I actually put it on my husband's side of the bed the humidifier and just let it go all night and it's I mean I haven't really noticed a difference but well maybe maybe that paired with my drunk elephant is like fixing my skin but I just feel good and I'm sure it is working and like doing amazing things for me Uh, and yeah I know like humidifiers can be really good for aging too so there's like a little tip there and let's see let's move on to the next category next category is food oh my gosh I am so embarrassed to admit that I am back on the soda train and fun fact I went like seven or eight years when I was younger without any carbonation and I used to pride myself on that being like oh yeah I don't drink carbonation I don't drink soda I need to get back into that because your girl has fallen on the diet Dr. Pepper with sugar-free coconut and a fresh lime wedge from anywhere swig fizz so delicious but I will say fizz is probably my favorite because my cousin Kenzie if you're listening I love you and hate you for this. She introduced me to the Chonuts. They're like the churro donuts from like, I don't even know like where I've seen them, but they're the churro donuts and Fizz has them and you can get them with like icing drizzled over or just regular like cinnamon sugar. Oh my gosh, you guys, so good. You can't order it through the DoorDash app. Like you actually have to go to the location. But anyways, those have been like, my guilty pleasures my diet dr pepper sugar-free coconut fresh lime wedge with the chonuts so yeah i think give it a shot but i really need to get out of this and then along with me being in like this unhealthy snacking phase i've been into sour candy and i've never been into sour candy i've always passed on them i was always a chocolate girl or just like no candy at all Because honestly, like, I don't eat that much candy until recently. I am kind of embarrassed, but I feel like because I went so many years without eating sour and, like, just candy, I am rediscovering all of these amazing, like, the sweet tart ropes, the the, uh, watermelon, the Sour Patch Kids, the watermelon Sour Patch, the airhead like rainbow ones I'm I'm loving it the more sour the better I even went and got like sour strips from Target for some reason I'm I I understand now like I understand why the candy aisle is half soury candy stuff because it's actually so good and I don't need a lot of it like you really just need to like grab like two or three pieces and you're good to go like you get your little fix so that's been kind of fun. I'm not letting myself feel guilty about it because it's amazing. Like, I feel like a kid again. 
I love it. And then another food that I've been eating really consistently is the protein bars from G2G. You can get them at like, honestly, you can get them at gas stations now, but they're the refrigerated protein bars. I get them at Costco because I go through them so fast, but the blue one, like the blue packaging, it's the peanut butter chocolate chip. So good. I eat at least one a day. It like holds me over until lunch. Like I'll have breakfast, then my protein bar, and then lunch. It is so good. I think because it's refrigerated, it like melts in your mouth and the texture is so good. I literally need to like, I need them to sponsor me because of how much I post about these bars. I, I've been into them for like months now and I eat them daily. They're so good. The only downside is they aren't plant-based protein. They're whey. And I think because there's not like too much of it, I think it's 18 grams of protein. It doesn't hurt my stomach. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not complaining. I usually eat plant-based protein, like plant-based protein powder, but this whey protein is totally fine for some reason. Maybe it's a mental thing. It probably is, but we, we won't, we won't go into that. And that leads us to my next favorite section, which has been my Kindle and books and reading. I, if you know me, you know, I love reading. Like, I don't know anyone. Like, I honestly mean this when I say it. I don't know anyone that reads as much as I do. I have been a reader my whole life. Like, I, like, not only, like, the Fablehaven, Harry Potter, like, those books when we were younger, like, I was always reading, and more so when I got into college, I, I would read, like, one book a week, and kind of branched out into different genres, and it's been so amazing, like, I, I'm just, um, I love that reading is trending now, too, because I can actually talk to more people about the books and, like, nerd out over it, and I have people to discuss it with, instead of like I this is kind of embarrassing but I don't subscribe to many people on YouTube but the people I do subscribe to are booktubers and it's like my little own nerdy community on YouTube that I like I'm obsessed with these booktubers and now they're like blowing up on YouTube because reading is a thing now it's so fun and with that like I've created the this book club on Instagram it's called the book club era, but I really just use that Instagram to like post all of my books that I'm reading and rate them and give my reviews. And then once a month, we have like a book that we all read together. And April's book was Before We Were Strangers. And it's so fun to talk with you guys about it. Like, especially there's like, it's like a really steamy book and also heartbreaking. So as I'm reading like chapter 14 and like crying in my bed, I get messages like within the same week of people being like oh my gosh this chapter destroyed me and it's kind of nice to like talk with other people and nerd out about a book anyways if you want to join that book club feel free it's really fun and yeah I'm loving it I'm loving that everyone's in their reading era because I feel like I feel like it's my favorite hobby that I don't really like I couldn't really talk to anyone about like I would just be in my room reading my books going through them, updating my Goodreads, but now people care. So it's made it more fun. Like I'm flying through books faster and I I swear it's because I can talk to people about these books. So I'm loving that. 
Okay, I need to stop nerding out. Let's move on to the final favorites section. And that would be pop culture and celebrities. So I think we cannot start this conversation without... We, we have to start with Sophia Richie. I am loving that she is like... She's thriving. She's had a full-on rebrand. And it's like she's grown up so much since leaving Scott. I think Scott was such a bad look for her. I don't think she was her authentic self. And she's like a full-on adult now. Like, she seemed so young when she was with him, just kind of like arm candy. But now she's like, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's going to be the person of the year. Like, as you know how much we freaked out over Hailey Bieber a couple years ago? I feel like that's going to be Sophia Richie. And I've already seen TikToks about it. Like, her style the wedding, their relationship, her TikToks. She's everywhere and I'm loving it. Like, I love her personality. You should go and watch all of her TikToks on, (laughs) all of her videos on TikTok. I think there's like five or six out, but she's just herself. It's so funny. Like, I feel like she's just relatable and that's what we need from celebrities. That's like, and that leads me to Kylie Here's the thing. The Kardashians are obviously in their flop era. It's it's, re- it's been really bad. Even before the Balenciaga issue, I feel like they were kind of irrelevant or just like pissing people off. And then Balenciaga happened. And, and then I feel like the past couple of months has just been quiet. Like nothing. Until, uh, let's see, Kendall and Bad Bunny, like those rumors. And then they like were true. Which... I don't know how to feel about them. I don't really know anything about Bad Bunny except that he's huge, like, worldwide. And it's... I mean, I honestly liked her with Devin Booker a ton. But I can see her with Bad Bunny. I just don't think it's, like, the end-all be-all. So I don't really want to get too invested in it. Like, I love the Kardashians. I'm always caring about what they're doing. I literally have them favorited on Instagram so their posts show up first on my feed. But... I don't, yeah, I don't really care about this relationship, like, they're both hot, they both are super famous, like, I'm sure it's good for the Kardashian Kendall, or the Kardashian Jenner brand, but I'm not super invested, but what I will have a strong opinion on is this whole Kylie and Timothy Chalamet situation, like, this is so weird to me, I don't know, is it just, like, guess to start talking about them again, because I don't understand, like, like, it's fully PR. There's no way. There's no way in any world these two would actually be good together. Like, I do not see it. Their brands are so different. They're, I mean, we don't really know that much about Timothy Chalamet, but, so I'm fully judging this, like a, like a book by its cover, you know that saying? Like, that's what I'm doing here, 100%, but I just won't support it. I think that Kylie could do so much better like, even though, even though I'm obsessed with Timothy Chalamet, I, like, I love him in Dune, like, love him, they're just different, like, you wouldn't ever put them together, so I'm interested to hear what you guys think on this situation, I wonder how long it's gonna last, but I truly think it was Chris Jenner saying we need the world to start talking about us again, and so they made, like, the weirdest pairing so that we will, so that, like, for this reason, I'm here right now spending my time talking about Kylie Jenner so I guess for that it's 
it's serving its purpose, but I'm ready for it to end and I'm ready for Kylie to like find her true love. Even if she, even if it's not a true love, I just want like a good relationship to talk about and to like obsess over. I don't know. I'm excited to see what all these single Jenners and Kardashians do this year, like Kim, Chloe, and Kylie. I'm kind of thinking Chloe and Tristan are back together, but I don't know. We'll we'll wait for more news on that because I <laughs> there's like a toxic part of me that wants them to get back together, even though I know she deserves way better. I don't know. That's like a whole rabbit hole. I could talk about them forever. So I'm going to stop here. I'm going to end the episode here and just want to say thank you so much if you made it all the way through. If you did make it all the way through, comment on my most recent post about this episode and use an emoji, like the crown emoji. You know what I'm talking about? Like that, like, yeah, it's a crown. Yeah, there's nothing else in there. It's just a crown. And that way I know you listen to the whole thing. I love you guys so much. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to have guests on and dive into their stories. But I hope this gave you like a good insight into me, what I'm all about, what I'm obsessed with. And yeah, I'm excited. Until next time.